Good morning, or afternoon, or night, whenever you are choosing to listen. Um, this is rant not over, because I never have enough things to shut up about. Even though, honestly, truth be told, it's been a while since I recorded my last one, which makes me sad, because um, I feel like I've been super busy and hectic and stressed out, but it's not like my schedule has really changed. I just think I've made less time for the things that actually make me happy, which tends to make us, or at least make me feel even more overwhelmed and stressed when in reality I'm just like, you know, my schedule is normal, but in my free time I'm doing shit that's not productive, like watching Netflix or sitting on my phone or... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, literally anything else besides read the two books that I bought or continue to journal <laughs> or continue to do my podcast. And so I didn't really come on here this morning with a premise besides the fact that um, I just, I don't know, I, I, needed, I needed this outlet. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, like, we all need a creative outlet. And this one has been super fun for me because I have a lot of thoughts in my brain swirling around at once all the time. And so to be able to like put them to words or put them to paper and express them is super helpful. Um, also, I'm not sure if you can hear the rain outside. I don't know if it's a nice little background or you may not even be able to hear it at all, but it's raining and it's cloudy outside. And honestly, these are some of my favorite days and it's a Monday. So I could wake up and like hate today, but I'm choosing to get cozy inside um, what Mother Nature is wanting to create our environment for today, even though I did want to go on a walk. So I don't think that's going to happen. But anyways, yeah, I just like need a refresher. And so I'm going to start with this podcast as a refresher and as a reset for myself because um, I feel so often we can get caught up in like the hustle and bustle in the quote-unquote grind um, of life or get, you know, caught up in what we're not doing and what's not happening in our lives, which can make everything seem so small and so big at the same time. And um, it can really make us seem unproductive or unaccomplished, which that in turn can spiral into us being more unproductive and unaccomplished because it's like your brain... I don't know, it's like a defense mechanism, right? It's like you tell yourself you're already not doing something. And then instead of doing that thing that you know is going to scratch that itch and make you feel more accomplished, you're like, eh, I'm just going to keep doing the thing that I'm pissing myself off about and continue to like keep going down that slope when you know it's not a good idea, right? I don't know if I'm the only one that's hardwired that way. I can't imagine I am. But there are times where there'll be like a week or a few days or whatever where I'm like not eating healthy and like my body is reacting differently. Like I'm bloated. I have no energy. I'm just like, oh, I need to eat something green. And yet I'm like, mm. <laughs> a biscuit sounds really good right now or some chip or like or whatever it is. Instead of but then once you finally do make that one good decision, you're like, oh, OK. Like, really, I was just putting myself in this desperate situation, and I was being my own worst enemy, when really, <laughs> I could have just flipped the switch a little bit, 
and but I think that's life. Like you know, nothing's ever going to be perfect. As much as I love working out and eating healthy, like I'll be damned if that's what I do twenty four seven. You know, it's the ebbs and flows is what I've been telling myself a lot more of as of recently, and like to give ourselves some grace because not giving ourselves grace, and you know, not to the point of like self-destruction but grace to the point of just allowing you know for things to pass and come as they may because we're not going to be perfect every day whatever that means I don't know what perfection is um but you know just to be able to okay like yeah this day wasn't perfect I wasn't productive this day but doesn't mean you got to spend the very next day or even so, but the next day doing the same thing. It's like, all right, you made shit decisions the day before and it didn't make you feel good. Now what can we do to really, you know, bump it up a notch or take it back a level if you're going too hard? Like that's also a thing is being overproductive and overfunctioning. So just kind of knowing your middle and what works for you. <clears throat> And it's funny because even, I can't say we, like I guess I need to speak from a personal standpoint, but even I know the things that work for me, right? It's like, wake up early, don't look at your phone, have a cup of tea, read in your journal, do something productive, um, you know, write a program for your clients, like make a menu, write down your orders for the week, like whatever it is. And instead, sometimes it's like my inhibitions are so blocked from laziness and whatever else that I decide to wake up and look at my phone and roll in bed and like not do shit and not be productive. And then I got to rush out of the door and like, ugh, I hate it because it sets up my day for such like failure. I don't want to say failure off the bat, but it just sets it up for chaos and just not how I, how I know that I can thrive, right? Like how I can thrive off of um, my morning or even my nights or just however, but just those little things that you know you need to do to make yourself feel more productive, to allow yourself to pat yourself on the back and then you don't do them and then you like kick yourself in the ass instead. <laughs> it's so funny how we work in that way, but it really is ebbs and flows. And I'm also really bad at moderation. Um, I'm not very good at... Maybe I'm just telling myself I'm not good at it. So I can, like, appease my own... (laughs) My own mind when, like, I know I'm not doing something that is good for me. But I just... I don't know. I need to learn moderation. Like, I was talking to Elise yesterday about drinking. Because I, like, have gone a month or two where I don't drink and that's cool and I was like maybe I need to do that again but then she tells me like read but then when you do start again you feel like shit even you know worse than before and I'm like you're right and I'm like okay well maybe I just won't drink Monday through Friday and then give myself a day or two on the weekend and that could work in theory but then when I do have one drink I want to have like three drinks or four and then I don't recover as well as I used to so then that's just a shitty feeling And then she was like, here's an idea, moderation. And I was like, what? (laughs) What do you mean? She was like, just have, you know, be able to just enjoy that one drink, that one beer, that one glass of wine. Because I really do crave the taste of it. Like, I love a good craft IPA. I love a good 
full-bodied Cabernet after a night of, you know, after a day of work. But I'm just like, I need to be able to enjoy just that one. So I don't feel like shit the next day or feel like shit about myself for not being able to just have one. So I don't know if I'm alone in that. This isn't AA, I promise, but <laughs> I'm, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't come to this podcast today prepared with a notebook like my friend have, has suggested I should do in the past, but I just, ah, I needed to talk. Like I have energy on my chest. I have thoughts in my heart. Oh, here's something. Okay. Let's get into this. Who you surround yourself with? Because I was also talking to Elise yesterday. Every time we talk, it's like an hour or two conversation on the phone minimum. I love her. She's like my whole heart. And uh, we could just rant forever. And sometimes she's the one mostly talking and sometimes I'm the one mostly talking. But like we're always listening to each other, right? But after, and I was telling her like right before we hung up, because she had to go. And I was like, every time I'm done talking with you, I shit you not, it is a breath of fresh air. Like, I am relieved. I am lighter. I am smarter. I am kinder. Like, I'm more ready to go accomplish whatever I've been procrastinating, whatever it is. I just always have that feeling. And earlier in our conversation, you know, we were saying... You need to really surround yourself with people. Okay, sorry, let me backtrack. I'm going to tell you how this came about. So I have a lot of anxiety around death, right? It's not, um, you know, it's not glorious. It's not anything I wish I had, but I do. And I like, I'm trying to work on it, but it's real and it's valid. Maybe not valid, but it's real for me. And um, she suggested one of... Like, we've had a conversation, not like a long one about it, but she was like, maybe, you know, to bring yourself more at peace with it is like, write a eulogy for yourself. Um, not right now, but like, if you were to, you know, die at 80 years old and kind of what you wanted your life to look and see and feel like, right? And I was like, oh, I kind of like that idea because it's not um, jaded in the sense of like, oh, if I'm going to die tomorrow, you know, what would I write about? It's like, no. Almost imagine you've lived your full life how you intended and how you wanted to and then go back and basically write on that. So it's like reverse goal setting almost in a sense. So I'm definitely going to take her up on that and try that writing activity. Um, but, oh shit, where was I going with that? I have such a short train of thought. It's miserable. <laughs> um, but, oh, so we were saying how one of the things like when I pass or why I fear death, especially like at a young age is I want people to have met me and more, you know, those people that are closer to me, but even not so like, (laughs) this may sound egotistical and I'm not meaning for it to sound that way, but there's literally no other way I can say this. I want people who I have crossed paths with to say that they were a better person on the other side of our interaction or interactions, or they were a better person for knowing me if we were super close or whatever it is. But like, and I'm not meaning it in a narcissistic way, but I'm really meaning it in the sense of I 
want to leave good behind. I try to be so well-intentioned and not in a false way. Like, that's just who I am. Like, I like to make people laugh. I like to engage in conversation. Um, and, you know, I was just like, yeah, that's, that's what I want. And I don't know if that's why I'm fearful of death because I feel like I haven't left it behind yet. Like, that, you know, promising optimism and just lifting people up because I think I try to or at least you know I I do or I try to but um and to bring that around full circle I'm like why if that's what I want to leave behind right with other people why on earth would I waste my time being around people that don't make me feel that way right if you really stop and think about it and maybe it may be different for you, like what you want people to say about you when you're gone, you know, um, just think about it reverse. Like, are you able to say that about the people you are surrounding yourself, yourself with? Because I think that matters and it's important. It's so important because what, I don't know, this science behind it, but they say like the six people you surround yourself with, you're, you know, a combination of them and their personalities and their tendencies and their ambitions or lack thereof. So like, think about that genuinely, you know, what do you, that, what do you want people to value about you? And in return, do you value those same things about your relationships, your closest relationships? Cause my closest people to me mean a hell of a lot to me. Like I have, I have, I like to be social, right? Like I have a lot of quote unquote friends or acquaintances, but there's a handful of people that like know me, know me, know me. And that's because when you have shit and you have baggage and you have whatever you have that is you're carrying with you, right? Cause we all have it. We're human. We've dealt with her with things in life. Um, I'm very, it's like delicate. So for me speaking it, it's delicate. For me carrying it, it's delicate. And so when I'm telling that to the next person, I need them to have those same intentions with whatever I'm telling them. And I need them to carry it lightly and with honor. And not everyone does that. And that's okay. I'm not expecting everyone to, obviously. But I think that has been the realization for me as to why I don't just blab to people about, like, my shit. You know? Well, I guess that's kind of what I'm doing on this podcast. But whatever. It's an outlet for me, but not like, you know, why I am the way that I am or like what has transpired in my life, but more of just coming to the realization of, oh, okay, so this is how I've become this way. This is why I'm this way. And I'm not married to these ideas, but, you know, as long as I continue to try to be a good person, I will carry these out. Um, But yeah, basically that's, you know, I just value intimacy with like conversation conversation can be so intimate and I I really value that heavy conversation that leaves you lighter on the other side of it if that makes sense because like I said before I'm not a huge fan of small talk I guess but I have like those few people in my life that we can get nitty and gritty in the conversation and it's heavy and it may be hard and it, we may laugh and we may cry and it's confusing and it's mind-boggling. But at the other side of it, oh, you feel lighter and you just like, 
uh, I don't know. I just always feel like something has been expressed in my chest is lighter in my shoulders. I can unhunch them and I can unclench my fists and I can, you know, unclench my jaw and just be like, oh, I got that off of my chest or out of my head. And that's why I started these podcasts. And that's why I enjoy conversations to begin with is because I have, I'm sure we all do, but have a lot of thoughts going around in my head, right? And ideas that aren't full formed and full fledged ideas. And most of the time they don't ever become full formed or full fledged until I talk about them. And so that's literally one of the most beautiful things I find about conversation is not only are you finding, figuring someone else out and, um, you know, allowing space for that, but like you're allowing space to figure yourself out and develop yourself and figure out your own ideas that probably would have stayed trapped in your mind forever um, if you didn't try and talk them out. Like, there's been so many times where I'm thinking something forever, and then I'm in a conversation, and we bring it up. And as I'm talking about it, it's shaky, and it's not developed. But I'm, like, able to put words to it and adjectives and explain it. And that's such, like, a small win for myself. And, like, I hardly tell the other person. You know, it's not like, oh... I just thought about this, or I didn't just think about this, but I've been thinking about this, and now I'm able to put it into words. Sometimes I do if, like, it's a close person to me, but other times I'm just like, ooh, in the back of my head, check, small win. Like, I was able to able to put words to my thoughts. It's just cool. Conversation is cool. We're going to end it there. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, it's just... It's underrated. Like, we have... Oh, oh, my goodness. Okay. So, I don't know. In my opinion, it's underrated. So, we have phones. Obviously, we all have phones. And, like, we're all addicted to our phones, whether we admit it or not. Some more than others. I can admit I'm addicted to mine, and I hate it, but it's true. And um, I hate texting. And I know everyone says that. But it's like, unless you're five people that I want to text and, like, you know it's my mom my dad like and three of my best friends like unless it's that I'm not in the business of just sitting around and like having a conversation texting all day oh my goodness Mm -mm. that is such a waste of time for me especially if I haven't met you yet like I hate that I hate not knowing someone and then just sitting there texting them what? What is that? That's like some middle school shit is what that is. But to each his own, you know, some people have that preference. That used to be my preference in middle school because I was too afraid to meet people. But now I'm just like, not that I want to meet anyone anymore, but I'm just like, okay, I'd rather just meet you in person and just decide off the bat, like, if I'm with it or not, you know? Because I don't want to waste time texting you for a week or two. And then I meet you, and then it sucks. And I'm just like, okay. That wasn't fun for anyone. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I just really value in-person conversations because you can tell a lot more about a person. There's a lot of, there's a lot left on the table or under the table, whatever this saying is, when you're messaging. Because one, especially if you don't know that person, you don't know their dialect, you don't know 
their sense of humor, right? Like sarcasm is so huge. And if you don't know me and I'm texting you, like I'm a sarcastic asshole most of the time. Not an asshole, but I'll just, you know, I'll be sarcastic. But I'm always timid to do it because I'm like, they're going to think I'm serious. I've literally had people do that. Where I'll say something sarcastic and they're like, huh? And I'm like, okay, next. (laughs) Like, I mean, maybe I have to give them the benefit of the doubt. But then I, I don't know. I just hate having to explain my humor. So maybe that's why I hate texting. Is because there's like explanations outside of what needs to happen. Whereas if we're having an in-person conversation, you can gauge my body language, my facial expressions, like, you know, you can just gauge it a little bit more. And then hopefully I won't have to explain the sense of humor or lack thereof. Maybe I'm not as funny as I thought I am. <laughs> Psych, that's not, that's not the case, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I just really value conversation and the ability to connect. And like I said, figure another person out figure yourself out, develop, because it's always been a goal of mine to, like, an unwritten, unsaid, unspoken goal of mine to become more articulate and, like, more eloquent. There's a garbage truck literally dumping shit right outside my balcony, so I'm sorry if you can hear that. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> eloquent and articulate. <laughs> How ironic, but hold on. Let me shut my balcony door (laughs) sorry guys um I probably should cut that out but I'm not going to because this is raw and uncut and unedited (laughs) um yes articulate and eloquent like I've just always really strived for that because I've always admired people who are able to carry themselves, not in just like a professional way physically, but intellectually. I'm like, yes, I want to be you. I want to be like you. I want to walk into a room and no one give a shit about my looks because everything that's coming out of my mouth is so astonishing and articulate and like beautifully smart and poised (laughs) and maybe that's a stretch I'm not trying to be like the queen of England or anything but I don't know I just that's how I've always wanted to carry myself and so I think with that be always being in the back of my mind you know I've done things um put myself around people to develop that and I'm not there I don't think I'll ever like be there but there's no end point to any of this um but yeah it's just fun along the way to be eloquent and articulate baby yeah okay well I have to go get ready for work (laughs) I have to go make breakfast at noon um thank you guys again for listening to rant not over I'm definitely gonna try and have some guests on soon I need to have male guests like I've had only females and I have two more females lined up that I want to have on but I need some guys on here to like get perspective um because those are my favorite people to talk to about like anything because it's just such a different perspective I like talking to like you know not smart but like intellectual like engaging guys not just like bros who don't have their wits about them but yeah I'll get some guests on here and maybe next time I'll come prepared with a list of things to talk about but who am I kidding probably not (laughs) probably not I like I'm not a very I don't prepare shit like I just I like doing things 
you know, by the seat of my ass or what is it? By the, I don't know. I got to learn these cliches a little bit more, but I just, I think it flows more natural that way. So yeah. All right. Peace out. Hope you have a fabulous Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whenever you're listening to this, but I hope it's fabulous and I hope you make it intentional and I hope you really start to surround yourself with people if you aren't already that make you the best version of yourself and that reflect the value that you hold internally as well. All right. Peace and blessings. Bye.